good. I'm good. How are you? I am also good. Um, it's snowing here. I didn't tell you that in our pre-recorded chat, but it is snowing. Um, and so that's kind of a bummer. Um, it really hasn't snowed much here. It was like 50 degrees yesterday. It's like so sunny today. I think it's supposed to snow like tomorrow and Tuesday though. Um, okay, good. But it really does not feel like January, which is <laughs> great. I'm into it. <laughs> well, it feels like January here. Um, <laughs> have I told you, have I told you that we got new neighbors Oh, no. I don't Are know they why like... I'm, like, whispering now. <laughs> we got new neighbors a while ago, and we, like, haven't met them because of COVID. Um, but all we know is that they both have white cars, and then they have some friends over, and their friends also have white cars, which I feel like is weird. Right? That everyone has a white car? Like, do you feel like they're, like, yeah. in some kind of, like, cult or something? I will well, say... Well, so I Googled, is only having white cars a white supremacy thing? <laughs> <laughs> and Google didn't have an answer to that. Which seems right. I feel like that was, like, a deep spiral um, on your part. Maybe. I, You know what? I um, have a couple friends that have white cars, and they just, like, prefer that color. Um, to having mm-hmm. other colors, which, you know, that's cool. Um, I did want to ask, <laughs> I did want to Yeah, ask, sorry for just accusing people <laughs> of being white supremacists. I don't know. We always had different colored cars growing up, so. Sure. We weren't a one color family. Sure, I see. Anyway. Um, I was going to just give everyone the update that they've been waiting for. I did get my, um, $60 nuts.com order in the mail. Um, and I did, I did pull some of the snacks, uh, to show you. So these Mm -hmm. are, these are organic coconut toffee granola bark. They're really good, actually. That sounds very yummy. And then I got these Asiago and cheddar cheese crisps. They're like cheese Mm. cracker things. But not like Cheez-Its. It's like cheese layered with cracker layered with cheese. They're like little stacks. And then I... You don't have to convince me. There's cheese. I'm in. And then these are, these are the dried strawberries that started it all. And you know what? I do like them, but sorry, ignore this like bag opening noise. I do like them, but to me, they're, they look like, like candy, not really like dried fruit. So I'm on the fence whether it's fruit or not. Yeah, the definitely, it looks like for uh all the listeners out there it looks like a gummy strawberry Mm -hmm. is is what it looks like but the ingredients are strawberry sugar citric acid natural color and flavor so okay that sounds like candy well whatever they do say dried strawberries on the back it's definitely not normal dried fruit i will say that but it is good. Okay. Um, 
And then uh, other things that happened this past weekend. Uh, Katie's boyfriend turned 35. Oh, the yes, cake. The cake. Oh, yeah, the cake. Uh, the cake was so good. I haven't, I need to like post photos of it on Instagram. It's just beautiful. Oh, wait, I already sent you the photos. Yeah. Okay, so I got a cake for my boyfriend's birthday um, from a local baker, Zoe Taylor, and she's fantastic and was recommended to me by Aurelia, who had already purchased a pie from her. Um, Anyway, so she made this beautiful, like, chocolate layer cake with, like, uh, coffee, cocoa, nib, custard, and, like, chocolate ganache, and it was so yummy and huge <laughs> and uh, do you still... probably more cake do people really need it but really really good so if you're in the indie area and you're looking for like I don't know baked goods she also does every uh weekend she does like a Sunday like pastry, um, box. pastry box and it's all through her Instagram so you just have to follow her on Instagram it's Zoe Taylor so yeah, and yeah. The, I've got, when I was in Indiana, I got one of the pastry boxes, and it was so good, um, ugh, so good. Um, so do you still have cake left? Uh, yes, we do. We do still have. You cake could left. put it in the freezer. I think that's like a thing. You should. Google that's a that. good idea. I think though. So we have some people coming. We have people over every Sunday to watch football outside. Okay. <laughs> um, even in the snow, they're coming over. We have like a fire pit. It's intense. Um, so I think we're going to feed everyone some cake. That's a good idea. Um, oh, and you got him a birthday present too, right? Besides <laughs> yes, the cake. Well, I, so, yes, I got him um, two birthday presents. Uh, I got him those it, very like stereotypical guy present i got him the ice molds do you know what i'm talking about for whiskey like for whiskey you get Uh like a a mold to make like a big ball of ice so i got him that um which is very normal and then i also got him a bidet (laughs) which i guess means i got us a bidet because we only have one toilet um so it's it's in there he hooked he hooked it up uh yesterday and uh you know, not to give too much info, but I haven't used it yet. So, so we'll be waiting. I guess I'll have to maybe give like a bidet update next week. I don't know. Probably. I have a pretty funny photo. He was like installing it and our dog Wally, Wally has like serious FOMO. Like he cannot be without us. And so he just kept going into the bathroom um, and getting real like up in the toilet space here's a photo <laughs> showing her <laughs> that's funny it's pretty funny joe and i have been like uh doing some little workout videos together which is fun but we can't have wally in the room with us because he gets like too excited if we're like doing jumping jacks and he's like also jumping in the air at us so we have to like close the door and leave him outside and he just sits outside of the door and like whines and he puts his little paws through the door to try and get us to open it but we don't because that's funny (laughs) you can't come in yeah um i remember when there was like the 
toilet paper shortage during the Tiger King uh, era of quarantine. Er, early. early quarantine. That is early, early. pandemic. I know. Yeah. When it was like still like, oh, this will just be like a couple a month or like when we were in that mindset. Um, and my sister-in-law was like, oh, people should just start ordering bidets. And like bidets were like selling out because there was mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, no, it's, like, that's good. Um, I also, uh, Katie also told me that Joe's mom sent them, like, something really special that I am, like, so jealous of. And just, like, in case anyone was wondering, like, my birthday is coming coming up. up. (laughs) Yeah, because they, they don't have Portillo's in... Denver, right? No. Obviously. No, it's just like Chicago and surrounding mm-hmm. areas. So we actually do have Portillo's in Indy. Um, but Joe's mom sent us a, you can get like a kit online. You can order a kit um, of Portillo's hot dogs. And so it comes with, it was great. It came with 10 hot dogs and then 10 sesame seed buns or poppy seed buns, and then all of the toppings, like pickle spears and little peppers and relish, a whole bottle of uh, mustard. So now we just have a bottle of mustard, which is great because we actually were out. So um, it really <laughs> worked out. So we've been eating hot dogs for like the past five days. That is like my literal dream is just like yeah, it's an excuse to eat a lot of hot dogs. Um. Speaking of, like, regional fast food places, mm-hmm. um, yesterday I went to In-N-Out. There's In-N-Out in Colorado now. Oh, really? Was this – this wasn't the first time you've been to an In-N-Out, No, was I've, it? I've been to them in California, but it's been a okay, long yeah. time. I was, it was probably, like, eight years ago or something. What did um, you get? I got a double-double animal-style – Mm-hmm. And then I got fries animal style. It's about nice. the animal style for me. Um, but we waited like an hour and a half. Like it was crazy. They had oh. so the in and out, it's in Aurora, which is like 20 minutes from Denver. And mm-hmm. they had um, like the restaurant was right across from like a big shopping mall. So they had like this overflow parking lot and like. I felt like I was, like, trying to get it admitted into, like, a concert or, like, (laughs) because you, like, sit in this holding area and then they, like, release you to, like, get into the parking lot and, like, order your Mm -hmm. food and all of that. But it was really good. It was – I didn't mind the wait. Like, it wasn't that bad. Probably won't go back for a while. Um, Yeah. But the, like – the – pickles and like the like lettuce and all that stuff it just like tastes Mm -hmm. so much better than other fast food places which I appreciate because in and out I think they like have to like the reason that they're like not more places is because they have to build the infrastructure like they source all of their own like meat and vegetables locally from wherever they are so they have to build that infrastructure first and then they can start opening restaurants so like that's interesting yeah so like four or five years ago 
it was announced that Colorado was going to get in and outs, but they they just opened in like December. Wow. That is some major planning ahead. Yeah. Um, BT dogs. Did you see? Speaking of fast food, Taco Bell. Are they bringing the potatoes back? They are bringing back potatoes in like March, just in time for my birthday. Wait, um, what? Yeah, oh I'm pretty my excited. Oh, this is the best yeah. news I've heard all day. Um, yeah. You know what? Okay. Now that they're bringing them back, I'm kind of pissed. Like, why did you take them away? Like, you, like, right. just so you could bring them back? Like, are you trying to do, like, a McRib, a McRib thing? Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I did. Okay, no, I actually read an article about it, and it said they took it away because they wanted to limit the menu for, like, COVID reasons. There is somehow related to COVID, and they wanted to have a more limited menu for their... But you know what? I think that's bullshit because they had other new items on the menu. So they don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm going to get cheesy Fiesta potatoes to celebrate. I'm going to get that spicy potato soft taco. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Thanks, Taco Bell. Clearly they heard us when we were griping about it before. <laughs> I will tell yes, anyone that totally. will listen. Like, at my work, we had, a like, a Zoom break. Like, we have, like, coffee breaks scheduled. And we just, mm-hmm. like, I just talked about Taco Bell potatoes for a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is fair. Um, other thing that I just thought of that's actually not related at all. Um, so we had Joe's album release show at the white rabbit in Fountain square. Mm-hmm. You're familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super fun, but obviously like everyone was really spaced out, uh, very limited capacity, not like a typical crazy white rabbit show where everyone's like packed in because we can't do that right now. Um, but I was thinking about, I was like, I'm so sad. I miss being at the white rabbit when like, it's just packed. Mm -hmm. And like, and then I was thinking when it's like packed and sweaty, like at real talk, (laughs) I was like, Oh, real talk. I will say I really used to love real talk, but when we went, I think it was like last. For your birthday. Last February. No, for my birthday. Yeah, the last time we went was for your birthday. Oh, it was the weekend well, it wasn't after. Actually for your birthday, we went because I couldn't go to your real birthday That's party, right. so we did a separate birthday celebration. Yeah, but it was really bad. Like the music was really bad, and I mean it was yeah. fun. I had fun, but not because we were at Real Talk. <laughs> um, real Talk uh, for anyone that doesn't know is like a DJ dance party that yeah. used to happen once a month at uh, the White Rabbit. And, and it was like really popular. Really, and I went many times and you just have to be like really drunk and really okay with being sweaty and gross. Yeah, you really have to commit to it. Um, I know I keep seeing like all these like memes and tweets and things about people being like, I just want to be sweated on by strangers. Like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I don't either. Um, but I, I, I really do miss dancing. That was like 
the yeah. reason that I wanted to go out usually was just to go dance. So I'll be excited when we can do that again. Um, oh, okay. I have an update that's not related to food. And then we'll go back oh. to food later. Um, <laughs> I, uh, in, I think it was like one of our first episodes, we talked about how I don't like Keanu Reeves. I don't think that he's a good actor and Katie likes him. So I did watch Hardball last a night. Classic. A Keanu classic. And I did. I liked the movie, but I didn't like him in it. I was like, well, he's still stupid. And nope. <laughs> but the kids. Strong disagree. The kids in the movie were like really funny. And Michael B. Jordan is one of the kids. He's like the oldest kid. Wait, really? He's the kid that gets kicked off the team and then joins the gang. Sorry, spoilers. This oh movie my is gosh. like 20 okay, years old. I need to watch this again. I've honestly, I've only seen it a couple times and I watched it like as a child. My mom showed it to me. I was <laughs> upset and not, I did not understand most of the nuances uh, <laughs> involving the film, but, um, oh, it came out in 2001. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so it is. I did it it is like an enjoyable movie, but I it didn't change any of my feelings towards Keanu Reeves, unfortunately, for you. Not for me. That's you know what? That's okay. <laughs> we'll get through it. Um he's gonna keep making movies, so You think so? Yes. Keanu Reeves is obviously going to continue Whatever, fine. working in film <laughs> in television. <laughs> Um, okay, I have some recipes that I'm making today. Um, okay. Half-baked harvest. Half-baked mm. harvest. I know, it's hard to say. It is. HBH. Yeah, maybe we should just call it HBH. We um, know what we're talking about, so. Um, I'm making the 30-minute saucy ginger noodles with, like, mushrooms oh. and spinach and... I have thought about making those before so yeah let me know how those are um i bought egg noodles but i think i bought the wrong ones i got the ones that are there are like two different i got like the short ones that are for like if you make like beef stroganoff or like whatever but i feel like that's fine i'll use them it doesn't matter and then i'm gonna make blueberry muffins except i don't have muffin Mm. tins but i have a bunt cake pan so i'm gonna make a blueberry bunt cake Yum. Out of blueberry muffin recipe. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep you posted. Um, anything else? No, I'm not I'm not cooking anything today. Well, actually I already cooked breakfast, classic eggs, bacon, hash brown situation. Um, which was good. I'm trying to think if I have any like fun recipes planned, but I do not. I stocked up on some uh frozen like Indian food from Trader Joe's. Have you gotten their Indian food yet now that you eat Indian food? <laughs> I feel so exposed. Um, You've talked about it. You talked about your first <laughs> Indian food eating on this podcast. I know. So. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I haven't. I honestly, I haven't been to Trader Joe's in like since I've gotten back from Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, probably I'm going to go this weekend. I've just been... Um, 
I've just been like ordering groceries or going to like yeah Safeway. Uh, but I definitely need to make a trip to Trader Joe's because I follow some Trader Joe's like food accounts and they're like, oh, there's all these new like yeah. products. I do think we should go to Trader Joe's and buy some stuff and then do like a review on the podcast. That would be fun. Um, let me think about the next time when I'm going to go to Trader Joe's is, and then we can schedule, we can figure that out. Cause it won't go all the time, but yeah. Okay. We can make that happen. Okay. Well, uh, we have a very special guest this yep. episode. Uh, Laura Thompson. She's a financial advisor. We learned a ton. I feel like I always say that, but yeah. it's really true. Um, and, uh, she's so knowledgeable and it was just really nice talking to someone about, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, cool. Uh, please enjoy our interview with Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. We're, We're excited. excited. <laughs> oh, my dream. Um, yeah, we're really happy to have you here. Uh, Laura Thompson uh, is a financial advisor with Northwestern Mutual. That's correct, right? Yep, you got it. So uh, we're going to play a little bit, a little game. Uh, we always do this with our guests. And because Laura knows all things financial, we thought, let's play the prices right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. So Katie, do you, do you guys want to play together or like play against each other? Um, I think like, like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for Laura. Let's we play can, against you. We can give different <laughs> answers and just like for fun, yeah. unless okay. we really feel strongly that it's the exact same amount. Okay. Okay. I think we can avoid and that. And just as a reminder, we will be doing prices right rules. So if you bit overbid, like, okay. thumbs down <laughs> for you. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So okay. there's five categories. Okay. Small products, grocery prices, trips, cars, and bonus prices. So I'm just going to do one from each and then we'll make our way back around, depending on how this is going. <laughs> I'm <really> okay. nervous. <laughs> okay. The first small product is a Bissell little green carpet slash upholstery cleaner. <laughs> what? Is this like a handheld one? Um, yes. Okay. $79.99. Oh, okay. I, I was honestly going to guess much lower than that. And my answer is $46. Okay. The actual retail price is $90. Good job, Laura. Yes. That's great. Sorry, Katie. Better it's luck okay. next time. <laughs> 
It's all good. We'll get there. (laughs) Okay. Next grocery. Okay. Okay. Let's do a Starbucks double shot coffee drink. Like they come in cans. Okay. And it's unclear to me if it's one or if it's more than one. (laughs) Cause like think at the grocery store, they sell them in like packs usually. Yeah. So let's think it's a pack. Yeah. Based on the price, I do think it's a packed. A pack. $6.99. Okay. I'm going to guess, okay, if it's like a pack of four, I'm going to guess $11.99. Ooh. The actual retail price is $7.99. So, again, another point for Laura. (laughs) Okay. Let's say uh, next we'll do a trip. Okay. So this trip is to San Diego for six nights. You're staying at the Best Western Plus Hacienda Hotel, and you get a three and a half whale watching tour. Uh, airfare included? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good yeah, it is, right? Sure. It doesn't say, but let's say yes. And just just for one person then? Yeah. Just, okay. No, I guess two people. I don't know. <laughs> Great. I'm I would like to caveat that all of these are from the prices what right wiki, which is its own website not related to Wikipedia. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Very uh-huh. legitimate. Okay, I will go with $2,500. Okay. I was going to guess $3,000. Okay. Actual retail price is $3,726. So nice job. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Up next, we'll do bonus prizes. Okay. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't really look at these. (laughs) For the bonus prices, there's no prices. It just says like $25,000 in cash. (laughs) Um, I think $25,000. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We'll go back to uh, small products. Okay. Um, Okay. How about... How about a candy machine, motion sensor, automatic, nuts, and M&M's gumball snack dispenser? (laughs) Is this a vending machine? (laughs) It's a small product. It makes me think that it might be like, you know, like those small gumball machines that you can buy. Tabletop ones. Yeah, that would be my guess. Aurelia, do you have photos that you can see or because no, on the show no, you do get to see there's mm, no, I really think that would help there's um, no pictures but let me okay. Uh, google it okay here here we go um 
So I will say that the price is right is very hard for me because I'm a self-proclaimed yard sale ninja. So I never wow. pay full price for most of my things. So everything's a pure guess. I really have no idea. Yeah, okay. I go, I'm going strictly by Aldi prices. And we all know that's uh, probably not the average. Yes, no. I got, um, speaking of Aldi's, I got the best, do you like garlic? Yes. They yeah. came out with these pub style pretzels and they're full of garlic and it is amazing. Oh Are my they gosh, like the so pretzel cool. sticks that they usually have? Like the frozen no, pretzels? They're the, no, they're the pretzels. No, like little pretzels in a bag where you just. Oh, oh, yum, 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 yum. We're doing pub a style. lot of hand motions just for all the <laughs> listeners. They want you to know there's a lot of pretzel hand motions happening. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Aldi. I follow a bunch of like Aldi Instagram accounts that post like all the different things at the different Aldi stores across, across the country. It's I would highly recommend. Okay, I will. I will look at that. Okay. Um, so okay. Is this helping? I would like to say $29.99. Okay. Katie, I, what's I will say $48. Oh, actual retail price is $40. <gasps> uh, I thought you were going to have it at 40 So I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll do one more. We'll do another um, grocery item. Okay. Okay, cinnamon toast crunch cereal. Um, what size is the box? I would say it's like normal, not like the jumbo, like a normal not box. family size. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say two ninety nine. Okay, one dollar. Actual retail price is two dollars and fifty three cents. Yes, man. I right, guess well, that because I bought some Raisin Bran today and it was two ninety nine. That's got raisins in it. Yeah, the raisins clearly hike up the price. Everyone knows that. Well, (laughs) toast crunch, like it does. It's not like it really has any nutritional value. Cinnamon toast crunch was like my favorite snack in college because my sorority had it in the like the little cereal bar that we had. It was always it was like Cheerios and cinnamon toast crunch. So I would just fill up like a whole cup of it. Just eat it. Awesome. So good, so good. Well, congratulations, Laura. You yes. are the prices right, Victor. Um, Thank you. Well, next time, Katie, you can maybe have your redemption. Yeah, <laughs> doubtful, but something to dream to dream towards. <laughs> is that a phrase? Yes, it is now. Okay, great. So, Laura, uh, every episode, we always start with the same question, which is, what did you want to be when you grew up, and what do you do now? Um, I was thinking about that. Um, probably the most prevalent thing I wanted to be was, uh, I wanted to play in the WNBA. <clears throat> wow. Yep. And then uh, I play a lot of basketball all the way up through high school. And then my junior year of high school, my family coined it the Christmas Massacre. Because I was just burnt out. I didn't want to play anymore. And my coach gave this like big pep talk in the locker room. He's like, you know, if your heart's not in it, just leave. Like, we don't want you on the team if you don't want to be here. So I picked up my shoes and I walked out. And my dad was the coach. 
<laughs> oh my That's gosh. What a great Christmas. story. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful delivery. Truly. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> Dad was the coach. <laughs> so he didn't talk to me for a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, <laughs> wanted to be in the WNBA, but now I'm a financial advisor. And for a little different. Yes. For people who maybe don't know, like what what would you give as like your elevator pitch job description of being yeah. a financial advisor? Well, there's all different types of financial advisors, but what I do is I really help create a roadmap um, <clears throat> for my clients. So we start where we meet them wherever they're at. So some of them are just starting out. So we're explaining work benefits, how to budget, how much debt do you have? Do you want to pay that off quickly? And then we create a strategy for them to pay their debt off quickly if that's what they want. Or if we're meeting them later in life and they've got their debt paid off, just the most efficient way to save their money and um, building financial security for them. And so it's really fun because we meet with our clients annually and the progress they make in a year is really, really fun to see and watch them pay off their debt and reach some goals that they have. And so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. That sounds really rewarding. Do you have a specific, um, I don't know, like an age group that you tend to work with or does it really like run the gamut? It really runs the gamut um, for the most part. Um, so it's, like I said, it's really just meeting them where they're at and if they're receptive to the planning part of it. Some people, they're just not into it and that's okay. Um, but like the people that we do meet with, they run to do better and make progress with their finances. So it's a lot of fun. Cool, cool, cool. You mentioned that there's like a lot of different kinds of financial advisors. Could you, mm-hmm. for maybe people who don't know what those kinds are, <laughs> could you maybe give just like a quick overview of what are some, I guess, paths people could take with us? Yeah. So um, if you think of it kind of like doctors, you could have a general doctor, like a general financial planner, or you could have ones that specialize in certain areas. So within our office, we have some that specialize in insurance, some that specialize in really high net worth, family owned businesses. Other ones, um, I'm a general, so I deal with all of it. And if you have a really specific issue, like you have a large inheritance or tax issue, we would team up with another advisor. Um, And then some people will have the fee-based planning. Um, I don't have that. I'd much rather uh, get you a plan. And then um, at some point along the way, I'll be compensated um, for something that we have to put in place for you. And so I'd rather it be that way than um, me saying, I'm going to charge you $5,000 to even talk to me. Um, I just kind of feel like everyone deserves a financial plan. So I'm going to get it to them. Absolutely. Um, Do you think that people have like misconceptions of personal finance? Yes. (laughs) And what do you think those might are like from your experience? Yep. I think it's a lot of, I need to have a lot of money to talk to a financial advisor or the, uh, the misconception of not knowing how we're compensated. And so whenever I call someone, I say, Hey, let's meet, we'll talk about your budget and create a plan. It's always how much does it cost? And I'm, I'm the same way. Um, and so just kind of breaking that barrier and kind of explaining, you know, you're not going to pay anything for this financial plan. Um, if we have to implement insurance or you want to start investing, I'm compensated that way, but we're only going to do it if it makes sense for your plan. Um, so that's one of the big misconceptions. Some people that aren't educated, um, in finance, in the finance world, or they don't know a whole lot. They're very intimidated to go and talk to somebody who's going to talk in a different language than what they're, what they know. Um, and so I think those are the 
two biggest ones? So most of our listeners are women in like their 20s and 30s, similar to Katie and myself. (laughs) What uh, recommendations would you have? Just like general recommendations would you have for for women or female identifying uh, people in their 20s and 30s? Um, To have a written plan, like to have an idea of where you want to go. So we're not just living paycheck to paycheck and kind of swinging it. Um, that you have a debt payoff plan, you have some goals that you're shooting for and that you pay yourself first. So um, we always want to make sure that our clients have a security blanket. So an emergency fund, should something happen um, and then living below your means. Like if you can put those couple things in place, um, you're going to set yourself up really well for future. That makes a lot of sense. Have you seen any... um... I guess, shifts in people's goals or their plans because of COVID and the pandemic? Um, I've seen the ability for them to pay off more debt um, than we originally had planned for. So that's really cool. Um, so we we go through people's budget, like we're going line by line and handholding. And um, the, the debt payoff goals that we had in place, well, they didn't go on their vacation. They aren't eating out. So they would roll more money into debt payoff. Um, I think that the can't remember the number. I don't even want to say it because I'll get it wrong. But the amount of debt people have paid off last year was more than any they've ever done before. Wow. I wouldn't have expected that. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I asked. That's really yeah, interesting. Cool. Exciting for those people. Yep. Absolutely. So for our listeners that are maybe interested in pursuing, you know, this as a career, um, did, did you have to go to school for finance? Um, what, what did you major in and what, um, what are some possible paths to this career? Sure. Um, when, when I first started college, I wanted to do physical education because I want to work in the summers. And then I got to biology and I thought, oh, this ain't going to happen. <laughs> so then I switched to marketing and um, I graduated with marketing and I did not become a financial advisor right away. I um, got married really young, had some kids. And then when I went back to work, I worked with a financial advisor at Northwestern Mutual. And I love personal finance. I can, I cannot do mental math. <laughs> you have your financial advisor who cannot do mental math. It's kind of funny. But um, like mathematics and finance, like those are, were not my majors. They're not my strong suits. Um, but I really care about people. And I really like connecting with my clients to help them reach goals and inspire them to do so. And then we have the software and all the education on the job um, to get us to where we need to be um, to help them make good financial decisions. So absolutely not. You do not need a finance major to be a financial advisor. Would you say there are any like important qualities or skills that you think are uh, have helped you or are important to do this job? Yeah. Um, empathy. <laughs> And um, independent spirit of it. Um, I'm my own boss. And so like the, I sometimes I wish I could have somebody tell me what to do today. Like you have to be very independent and self-motivated. Um, but the empathy, because people's finances are so personal to them. Um, and it really runs a huge it's a huge part of everyone's life and to have empathy with where people are at, like if they've made mistakes to understand and show grace. Um, 
I think that'd be the biggest one. And then to help inspire them to action. You mentioned that uh, you're your own boss. So you kind of get to decide what your days look like, but could you run us through maybe just what a typical day looks like or are things really varied? Um, Mm -hmm. Um, A typical day would be me waking up too late. Good, good start. (laughs) And then um, running my kids to school. I'm efficient Nazi. Like I love to have efficiency in my house. And so they have like all these checklists they have to go through because I want them to be self-sufficient and do their own thing. Um, And so we're doing that in the morning. And then um, usually on my, I have drive about 40 minutes. And so I'm on my talking time then. So that's, I don't mind the drive because I can check in with my family members and um, that type of thing on my phone on the way. And so then once I hit the office, probably about 815, I'm done. Like I don't, a lot of people don't text me um, a whole lot during the day because they know that I have to be focused on um, what I'm doing. And so I usually have about four or five meetings a day and it kind of ranges um, a, lo- a lot of over lunch since COVID happened. That's been super helpful. We were not tech savvy as a company and we really are now. Um, and so I have a lot of my meetings from like 11 to two because I'm able to pop in on people's lunch hours and have our financial meeting while they're in their cubicle or at work or working from home mostly. And then they go right back to work and they didn't have to drive to the office. And so um, the evening appointments have really shifted to lunch appointments, which has been really nice. And then um, uh, by three o'clock, we're usually planning for the next day, writing out who we're, who we're following up with, who we're meeting with, make sure all of the case prep is ready. Um, because we, the meeting process for a client is usually three meetings. And after the first meeting, we build the plans. And so gathering people's documents and making sure that we have all their retirement statements and their budgets and that type of thing um, to wrap up by 4.30 or 5. Nice. Do you have any advice for women in this field or is this primarily a male dominated field? That would be my, my guess. It's a dude fest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just thinking of everyone I knew in college who majored in finance, it was like, all guys. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's so insane to me how few women are in the financial industry. Even in my office, I was the first female advisor to come into my office. That's that I've seen or heard of. Um, how long have you been there? Right after me. Um, it'll be two years. Wow. But like, and they talk and I haven't, I I, I don't even know the last time they had a full-time advisor. I'd say at least five or six years for sure, probably more. Um, but I had one come in right with me, like right after me, a couple a couple months after me. So that's been really nice to have her there. Um, but it's just, we play such a huge role and um, women can gain trust much quicker than men can. And so people open up to us uh, much easier. And um, we understand like that, that whole like um, dual income household, like we understand the wife's side of it. Um, so I think there's a huge, Uh, deficit of women advisors and that there's a huge role that they could play. I also think that women and no offense to guys out there, but I think that women are often have empathy more built in to like how we respond to things or just naturally Mm -hmm. more empathetic. So that sense, if that's a important skill, like I would hope women, more women would go into the, the field. Yep. I always say that I understand the target dollar spot and your budget. Like, (laughs) 
That's right. Yeah. Love the other spot. Yes. So uh, when Katie and I were writing these lists of questions, we were talking about like those budgeting apps. I feel like I always see commercials for them, especially like more recently. Mm -hmm. um, do you like recommend people to use those or have ones that you like more than others or any information on those? That's really funny that you asked because I just downloaded a new one today. Oh, because I like to try them out because my a lot of clients will ask, you know, which one, which budgeting app should I use? And not endorsed by any of them, but um, I used Every Dollar by Dave Ramsey for a while, um, <clears throat> and then I just tried to started trying Truebill, and I downloaded the seven day free trial. It's like it's one of those that you pay what you think you should pay, like all the way from like one dollar to however much you want to pay per month. I was like, that's so interesting. Hmm. Um, so you know, I was trying that one out, and it aggregated all of my uh, accounts and my transactions and immediately said, Hey, your, um, your internet bill went up last month. And I didn't even, I look at my bank account all the time and I didn't catch that. And it went up 20 bucks. So I'm going to shout out to true bill for that wow. one. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. So I'm going to go <clears throat> download. Um, don't mind me. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, before we uh, I, uh, wrap up here, um, if any of our listeners are interested in getting a hold of you and potentially working with you, do you have a way that you'd like for them to reach out or, or what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, the probably the easiest way would just be to email me and it's laura.thompson at nm.com. Um, I check all of my email. So they would come right to me. Um, I also have a Facebook page and a website, but those aren't really, those are more just for researching me. If you'd like to stalk me, go ahead. But <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Laura. I learned a lot. You're welcome. It's really helpful. Yeah, thank Good. you. Good, I'm glad. Thanks for listening to Girls Just Wanna. If you've made it this far, we consider you a close and personal friend. So we hope you'll subscribe and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And follow us at GJW Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.